Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Moral Ambiguity Beyond the Sea, episode one, maybe, probably. Um, we, I'm, it's me, Rags, I'm your DM this time, if you listen to the last episode, which you should. And we have the three chuckle fucks over here, the ones playing, so, um, we already went over everything in episode zero, so I guess I can just start it, if you guys are good with that. Yeah. That's good for me. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm. Okie dokie. All right. Mm. At the turn of the 19th century, Durlis Stainless had been the world's third leading manufacturer of construction equipment. Julius Durlis had successfully corporatized his father's steel mill into what would become one of America's largest homegrown monopolies. However, it wasn't until August Durlis inherited his father's legacy that the company truly began its dominion. What started as a small venture into the burgeoning world of computers led to an explosive monetary growth and saw the world label August as the man with the golden touch and nothing really seemed outside his purview for expansion. A successful startup think tank led to Durlis Stainless becoming Durlis Multinational as botanical and genetic research springboarded into dietary and cosmetic manufacturing. By 1987, Durlis was founding the world's leading private scientific institutes, and to August, it was obvious where the next innovation was to be had. Renewable energy. A series of wind-based turbines designed by Durlis, constructed in West Africa, had shown that a more renewable energy source wasn't outside of their reach, and a quick 10-year reconstruction of their undersea mining rig promised to turn geothermal energy into the new normal for the world. At least that's what Durlis PR has said time and time again. Fortunately, you know from your own base research that even though Durlis Aero Energy was successful, it resulted in less than 1% impact on Africa's energy market, and many viewed August Durlis' efforts into renewable energy as just a pipe dream. Pause Maybe. Real quick. Mm? Are you saying Durlith or Durlis? Because yeah, it sounds like you're going back and forth. Durlith. I don't know, maybe my microphone's not low enough. So, August Durlith? Yeah. Like, as in the American writer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the only name I pull. Everything else I just made up. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure I was hearing correctly. Unpause. Maybe that's why no one seemed to really care about the Auric Undersea Research Station. Just the next in a large showpiece that offered no real threat to oil companies. But for the scientific mind, the station is a shining jewel ripe for plunder. The Laurentian Abyss is an underwater depression off the eastern coast of Canada in the Atlantic Ocean, and the Auroch is nestled safely 19,000 feet below the surface and stands as the only med-made structure made that far below. For the first few years of operation, new sea life had been discovered on a daily basis, and part of the world unexpectedly found its doors open to people just see right into this undersea with caverns. Now, the thought of stepping into the world's probably not just the world, mankind itself's like, only window into the deep sea is something that has all of you pretty excited. And as the elevator finishes its descent and depressurizes, you find yourself unable to figure out exactly what's going to wait beyond the doors. They open up before you stands a huge statue of what is obviously Poseidon holding a trident with a plaque on the bottom that reads, there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. 
as you step off the elevator, there are two thoughts that are collectively in all of your heads. This place is definitely not what you expected, and August Doerleth has terrible taste. <laughs> as most rich people do. All right, I'm just going to give a little uh, little applause there, because that was an awesome yeah. intro. That was very good. Uh, remind me again, what year is it? 1994. Oh, 94! So I yes. don't know. Okay, so just to be just to be safe, uh, I don't know what Bioshock is. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. It's really that's going to inform a lot of my character. Uh, let's see. So there are two people who come up to greet you. One is an inc- all, both straight up. All you noticed, the place is all the same color. Everything has the same dull white coloring all around it. Even like the paint is flicking off all of like the machinery and world, it's it still manages to be this dull, dull white. Uh, the machinery all throughout the room that you're in is it's like for those of you who who read any sort of scientific fiction for your characters, it's like you stepped out of like an old like God, what's it called? What's the name of that book that's got a... That's about time travel. Uh, by H.G. Uh, Wells? L.C. Wells, yeah. Yeah, it it's looks like... the time traveler, the time I believe. Machine. It's, it's uh, the time machine. The time machine, I think, yeah. Yeah, literally just the time machine. Oh. Yeah. It looks like H.G. Wells designed this interior. It's just walls of what look like lights are beeping. There's, there's buttons everywhere. It, it almost seems fake in how science it is. There, like, almost every single wall has a screen attached to it, which is attached to a, a computer layout with buttons everywhere, and it, it's, it's almost impossibly so. There is no way every single thing that could be interacted with in this area can actually be interacted with. Um, it basically feels like a sci-fi nerd's version of what they think it should look like. Yes. I want you guys, I want you guys, if you have, uh, I want everyone to, to roll, uh, an aptitude. Easy, uh, a normal. Aptitude? Aptitude. Yeah. It's one of your main stats, characteristics. Oh. Okay. So regular then? Ah. Yeah. So That's the APP 40 one? Or 40 yeah. or higher, or is it 40 or lower? Yeah. And you just gotta tell me if you if you succeed or fail. Okay. What is fa- is is succeeding higher than the roll or lower than? Uh, the roll? you lower. Whatever your aptitude is, you gotta roll your D one hundred, and then normal. It's just getting yours or below. Okay. So like, cool. mine's fifty. So I want fifty or below. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I, will use, I... I will use the advantage of rolling incredibly low low D one hundred rolls. That yes. is a failure for me. I rolled a ninety four. I rolled a 33, so that is a uh, success for me. My regular is a 40. I rolled a 4, so we're good. Alright, so both, I believe your names are Abigail and Benjamin. Yes. Uh, you guys notice that um, the buttons don't do anything. It's not real. Like, the screens are just like 
a, a, a pasted on. The buttons aren't actually buttons. They, they, it's all fake. It's just like a wall. They're just walls. You know, some of the places do have it. There's like one that's a very obvious console center that is actually running. But all the places that are meant to look like fake, make like consoles are all fake. Gonna, so it's a cheap aesthetic. I'm going to I'm going to walk up to one of the obviously fake like layouts and just start pressing buttons like I don't know what this does, but and the buttons are really stiff. That's really strange. Oh. Um, hey, I don't think this button does anything, guys. Yeah, I'm just going to like reach over and see if I can find like a seam and just kind of peel at it a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> I'd really rather you didn't do that. And you guys see uh, two people walking towards you. One, a very, very large and I mean, like, built man with a huge black handlebar mustache and his hair pushed back. Not really slicked. You can tell he just kind of puts a hand through it. Uh, next to him is, while not quite as large, is definitely as tall and as built blonde-haired woman. Um, both of them are wearing these... I mean, if you had to guess, they look like spacesuits. These, these big bulky, dull white, like everything else suits uh, that are very cl clearly missing the helmets that are supposed to go in there so that you can see their faces. Mm. Uh, the man comes up to you and he goes, so you three are the new batch, right? Uh, yes, sir. Y yeah. That's correct. Well, greetings. Uh, the name's Reese. I'm Gal Reese. I'm uh, the man in charge around here. And uh, don't let anyone tell you any different. This here is my first mate. Just immediately, the woman interrupts him. I'm the lieutenant in charge here, Dorothy Hill. We're not in the military anymore, Dorothy. Yes, but we're not on a boat anymore either, sir. Anyway, uh, the other four already left, so you coming down here is the last shuttle, so we can close this up. And you see he pushes a button on the elevator. It closes up, and the loudest sound you have ever heard goes off. Metal screeching against metal. Oh, that's uh -huh. not a pleasant noise. Yeah, I, I, I physically cringe. You get used to it after a while! Yeah, yeah but we do. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we do. Yeah. Uh, after a few seconds, the screeching finally stops. As he turns, he goes... We gotta make sure that the entire elevator's locked down. If it stays in operation too long, the air pressure gets to it, messes with the big gyros and gives them a what's and what have you. Makes it going up and down a lot harder, so. Right. And he, gives um, me what? Uh, he turns around, kind of motions for you to follow him as him and uh, Dorothy head forward to the next room. I just uh, kind of look at Benjamin, Professor Benjamin, just sort of Shrug? I I do one of like, those like those shrug backs where you're like yeah yeah I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll follow. And then I'll take I'll take the last spot in the marching order. All right, good. All right, I want you all to roll initiative and. Uh... <laughs> all right. Uh, he leads you through very long corridor and as you see through you see that there are windows that are like sectioned off between the corridors like it's a huge long corridor that connects your room to what is clearly another room mm. and there are these huge window panes in it that allow you to see out into 
absolute nothingness except for lights. If you look through them, you'll see just nothing. But there's some dim lights out in the distance. Uh, let's see. Reese kind of motions over. He's like, before you ask, those are just the lights on the other parts of the Auroch. Every single time we pass through there, people are like, oh, look, it's some kind of underwater thing. No, it's just you can't really see much out there. Those are like 3,000 lumen lights on the outside of the ship, and you still can't see Jack. You're supposed to be able to see other parts of the Auroch, but unfortunately, can't. He leads you through to a big, huge area that has, as you enter, it's exactly like the previous area, except all of you can immediately tell that all of the walls that were, well, everyone, uh, everyone except, uh, Jonathan could tell that instead of the fake walls, the fake, like, electronics lining the walls, this is very much real electronics lining these walls. It is a huge, huge station with a big sign above that says the word bridge in big black marker. Like someone just wrote over <laughs> a giant sign that did, said something else. There's just... You see a couple of people at the stations. Uh, probably about two others. They all have their suits on completely. They have their helmets on, so you can't really can't see who they are. They are typing away at stuff, looking at things. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Reese points it up. This here is the control room, our main bridge. Uh, basically, anytime you guys need to talk to anyone else from any part of the station, you'll relay something up to here, then we will relay it to wherever you needed it to go. Think of it like a... Yeah, like a hotline, you know? Mm. Number one. Uh, now, um, I'm a little busy at the moment. I still got a few things I need to finish up before we're able to like shut down the station uh dorothy here is gonna fill you in on the rest of the stuff she's gonna take you down to your quarter so you can get ready your stuff's already got taken down there since you know everything gets brought in separately so once you get in you guys will get mm, probably about i'd say a couple of days to just kind of rest and relax get used to the station let your bodies pressurize and stuff so you don't pop when you go anywhere and uh then we'll start talking about you know what your new jobs are going to be. All right, take care, bye. And he immediately goes to the station. Dorothy walks up to you. Hi, my name is uh, Dorothy Hill. Um, here, let me take you down to your quarters. If you have any questions, please ask me as we go. And she starts leading you down through what you see is another quarter, just like the last one. I'm going to uh, just take out uh, my notebook and my pen. And if... If I notice anything suspicious, I'm going to write it down. Anything that looks kind of off. So I'm going to ask, uh, you said her name is Dorothy? Dorothy, yes. Yes. Has the captain always been off, or is that from being under pressure for so long? Oh, he's actually mellowed out quite a bit since his days in the Navy. Um, oh. You know, I think being underwater has really helped him like find his center of self-zen. You know, it, it really does. You know, this place is really nice and special. You know, being deep here so far down, it's just, it's nice, you know. I've really I been see. able to come out of my shell because of it myself. It's it's a nice place to really help find yourself. I see. Um, If you are jotting down things that look suspicious as you go through the tunnel, G Benjamin, 
you are pretty sure that the lights are moving that are out there that you can see that are supposed to be attached to just other sides of the auric you are positive that they are moving if you think if you're looking for something suspicious yeah uh anybody else notice the lights i'm gonna take a hmm. look outside i'll look as well uh you guys notice it they the lights that you can kind of see that are like there's you the way it's set up you have like a set of light ab on the outside above you and it's it's shining pretty brightly and you can see very off in the distance similar lights like they're supposed to be attached mm. to like you get they're probably going to be attached to like the same kind of scaffolding and, and structures that you are mm. but they are definitely like swaying uh dorothy comes up and she That's goes odd yeah it's yeah. weird um being this far underwater being this far the pressure uh light doesn't work the same way it does up top um it's not actually moving that's just the light kind of going back and forth through the uh, uh just a, the ocean waves just a trick of the light then how much yeah. like literal bullshit sense. does that sound to me um well let's see you said your character is a researcher I said, yeah. I'm also uh, a professor. You're so. also a professor? Uh, that sounds pretty right on. Um, okay. You also don't know. Ocean, underwater ocean work is something no one I mean, knows about. Yeah, I have an English lit degree. I don't Yeah. No one knows anything about underwater and stuff. I, so. And I'm just a private investigator posing as a marine biologist. Yeah, uh, mine's more in Latin and archaeology. I, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm less active Indiana Jones. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if anyone would know, yeah. I would think it would be Benson. Yeah. Um, if you, yeah, if you two want to say, roll an education check to see if that sounds like it's bullshit or not, you totally could. Uh, I mean, the only education I passed I have... it. I failed again. I rolled an. I mean, ID. just a general education. Yeah. Normal. Yeah, I'd... not that hard. All right, mine's an 80. I rolled a 57. Okay. Do I have English with EDU in parentheses? Is that what I'm looking for? What am I looking for for education? It's, at the top. it's a characteristic. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's, so, under, it's underneath aptitude. Okay. What, am I doing it under regular? Yeah, regular. I have a decent education. Yeah, my regular is 40, nope. and I rolled a 90, so... Uh, mine's a 60. I rolled a 65, so... No oh, idea. You too. Um... Uh, Matt, I'd say Jonathan, since he failed, he doesn't matter either way. That sounds totally acceptable. Uh, Jace, Professor Benjamin sits there and he goes, yep, that sounds about right. You know, like you don't know much about underwater, but that's a pretty plausible explanation. Uh, gotcha. D? Uh, actually, no. Uh, we'll refresh that. D, you failed it, but that does sound like a plausible explanation. Jace? Yeah. You're into bullshit. You're into the occult. That sounds like a cover-up. Even <laughs> though, like, you're, you believe, you know what? I don't know anything about the ocean, but neither does anyone. That doesn't sound right. I mean, one of my things is also the occult, so yeah, that yeah. would be my shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be my jam, so. No one, no one can possibly understand the ocean. The complete right? opposite of my character, where I'm like, ah, oh, the, the occult <sighs> is just a bunch of made-up bullshit. Yeah. All right. 
I, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna file that away like, hmm. Are they lying to us uh, already? Uh, I'm just gonna guys, keep that in the back of my mind. Guys, now, if I keep rolling like this, I'm not gonna be able to uncover the shady lab experiments going on in this facility. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, if you guys are looking at your maps, if you look at the maps of the Orok top level, you'll see that there's a big one that says bridge. You guys came from that, and you're heading to the one that to the left that says ladder down. Uh and you're going to be going from ladder down on top floor to ladder up down on the second one, Orok second. And we're heading to the rec room. I'm just saying that so you know where we're going on the map. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Um, as you guys get to the ladder, you didn't notice it before, but now that like you're you're like properly bunched up, uh, when you exit those tunnels, uh, they kind of close behind you, and that's when you realize that like they slam shut doors and you see you hear like a little beep beep and you see dorothy pull out a card to open up to the ladder once again just like the bridge giant plaque that said something before but now has been scribbled out with marker that just says ladder down um and she pulls out a little key card swipes it through beep beep opens up um, and you guys as we're on. walking can i try and see what is written over uh, yes, you can. That's gonna be, uh, how obvious do you want to make it? Do you want to just stop and be like, hey, what does that say? Or are you trying to be sneaky about it? No, I'm just trying, like, to see if I can even tell if it's any kind of recognizable writing as we're walking along. Like, is this, yeah. is this something that, like, yeah. they repurposed from that was their own sign or have they written over something that was here long before they were kind of deal? Um, since you are an archaeologist and a researcher, I'm going to not make you roll and say, yes, you can kind of see that there is Latin written underneath the marker. You can't oh, tell what the Latin oh, is. Hold, hold on. Hold it. on. No, 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 no. I have an education in Latin. I know Latin. Oh, okay. Uh, you can kind of make out that it does say ladder in Latin. <laughs> uh, okay. Anticlimactic uh, there. But, uh, but it is interesting you know, that there's already shit here that's in Latin that predates uh, them. So you were just you were just looking at it. You weren't really trying to make it sneaky. You were just trying to look at it and see that it said Latin. Uh, yeah, just kind of as we're walking along. Dorothy definitely catches you and goes, yeah, it's Mr. Durlith wanted to make sure that it just wasn't a scientific, and as she's saying this, you can tell she said this a million times. It wasn't <laughs> just scientific and currently, but like that people of all ages would be able to come and learn something. So he made sure that everything was written in Latin. Um, and just for our listeners I don't know home, Latin. Ladder in Latin is Scala. Yeah. Uh because we don't I don't know Latin. Nobody here knows Latin. Nope. We didn't I do it, Latin. but the first group of people who came here eventually just started writing down where everything goes. So if you see something written down, that's usually it's someone trying to figure out where it goes because Is it bad ask. I've already got a theory where we're at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think so, huh? Um 
So no, that's uh, just yeah. a, that's just an aside, not like yeah, I know. So I'm saying you think so, huh? Okay, yeah. Uh, Dorothy, uh, she leads you inside this uh, sort of like little. It's like a regular elevator. Like I called the last thing an elevator, but it was a big, huge, you know, box. This yeah, looks like, like a normal elevator. Yeah, this one looks more like a smaller elevator. One of those glass elevators you're seeing, department stores that kind of opens up. Uh, she dresses you all inside. Uh, you get in, doors closed, and it's just normal elevator thing. Uh, takes you about two minutes, though, but you reach like the second part. You guys exit out, and it's just like the same room. She goes, uh, as she's leading you out, and she's leading you out of this into the rec room, she starts explaining, like, you know, the elevators are basically, uh, you can use the elevators whenever you need to. They're not actually elevators. Um, they're more like giant pneumatic tubes. They use pressure and air to, to move you up and down. Uh, we do this because this whole station actually isn't run on electricity. And from what they told us, no one could figure out how to make an elevator that doesn't use electricity. So, um... Just pushes you up, pushes you down. Uh, so just be careful when you get in the elevators. Make sure they're fully closed when you get in. And don't stand near the edges too long. You know, Nothing's when we, happened. You know, but, when we entered, I did get the feeling that it was like one of those uh, one of those things at the drive-thru bank. Yeah, yeah. That's a That's a good way to experience it. Just, you know. It's simple stuff. A lot of the things that work around here tend to be... Uh, how did the captain explain it? Uh, well, the captain said it's all smoke and mirrors. Basically, nothing here actually works on, like, electricity. Everything here is kind of powered through, like, other forms. There's this big geothermal plant that, like, powers the computers and stuff. But a lot of, like, the ladders, a lot of the movement, the shuttles, stuff like that. Uh, even the suit's pressure system that the suits use are all just like it's really simple do-it-yourself kind of things you know uh, uh, so you uh, don't have to really great. worry too much about stuff breaking down too much because it's all easy to fix I'm immediately suspicious of this same Yeah. and I'm going to ask so this entire station is held together by bubblegum, duct tape, a wing, and a prayer? Well, she stops for a moment and goes, I mean, when you put it like that, it sounds bad. Because uh, it is. But, but it turns bad. out that when you're this far below sea level, uh, tape's the only thing that works. In fact, duct tape seems to work the best. And I she immediately call bullshit. <laughs> she goes, a lot of the electronic equipment that they brought down to build the place basically shorted out as soon as it was made. Um, a lot of the things that work just fine up top don't work down here, so you gotta find workarounds for everything. That's why everything is kind of like... I mean, it's all pulleys and ladders, you know? And that's because it's what works down here, you know? You, you, you get used to it. Some things take a while, you know? Alright, alright. I'm, I'm, I'm not beating around the bush anymore. I'm just calling it out. How long are you going to lie to us? I, everyone, she stops, and she stops. Everyone has the same idea. They think that like this. And she stops. She goes. Hmm. She puts her hand over her mouth, like both her hands together, and she goes. 
Mr. Durlith does a really good job at sell selling this place as the research station of the future. That it's the most advanced thing mankind's ever made. But this base is basically just a giant underwater treehouse. So what um, he did is he sold a bill of goods. And I that mean, was it. I'll say this. It's the only giant underwater treehouse that has existed or maybe will exist. Like there ain't any others. We're farther below depth than any person has ever actually seen. And also, I, I mean, mean uh, it's it's clearly working. Yeah, yeah, but I'm and to your point, yes, it's working. But I'm getting the feeling here that this isn't a matter of will it fail? It's a matter of when it's going to fail. And we'll burn that bridge when we cross it. She or, stops for a moment I think that's how the and goes, goes, I... Let me tell you something. If in three months you still feel that way, I'll owe you a hundred bucks. Uh, everyone who comes down here has the same, same exact idea. It's an underwater death trap. We're all gonna die. This is the worst idea imaginable. And then you spend a year here and you realize it's just like any other place. You know, you build a house, uh, you know, up top. You built it. It's stable. But, you know, what if an earthquake happens? What if a storm goes through and pulls it down? There's this... always things that okay. happen. I'm going to roll a check here. Um, I have psychology as as one of my skills yeah can i tell if she's actually insane at this point um i also have psychology as one I of my skills i also have psychology we will make I, it a solid 50 i'm specific normal check i am specifically no, you know what? to look for ocean madness this uh, sounds a lot to me like ocean madness yeah, 50. That's, we'll make it a solid 50. That's a success. It's 25. 20. Yeah, same. Success? A success. Succeed. You all get the exact same feeling. That she has been here a very long time. That she is very tired. And that she has listened. And that she, she has heard you people talking. She has heard the things you were saying before. And really does not give a shit about So it. what I'm going to do is um, I'm But just, she's fully within her right mind. I'm going to note Yes. I'm going to note that down in my notebook, but I'm going to try to play it off as if I'm taking notes on just the surroundings and the facility itself. And then I'll just say, "Hey Benjamin, do you like Nirvana?" They're all right. I was going to say I was going to add on to the $100 bet if you still feel that way in 3 months, I'll give you my in, in utero record. What's Nirvana? You need to be more cultured. Hold on. I'm trying to think. It's 94. Do I know that's going to be a collector's item yet? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is peak Nirvana. <laughs> right. But do we yeah. know what's going to happen? And, and, or has um, it happened yet? <laughs> have I yeah. seen anyone else? Yeah. Has there been anybody else walking around or is... You Is saw really the two people at the desk, and since going through, there ain't been anyone else. Must be an off day. Maybe. Um. Maybe it is. Uh, Are there you, any? 
as you enter the rec room, you see your first person that you've seen since since like leaving the bridge. And it's a, 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 a lanky, tall, lanky man with some curly brown hair. <laughs> you were going to say it's Lanky Kong. <laughs> Boy, he's here. Oh, whoops. As you get in, you see Dorothy, uh, her eyes light up, and you can very clearly clear her say, Oh, thank God he's here. And she walks over. Uh, gentlemen and ladies, uh, gentlemen and ladies. Uh, this is the uh, overseer of the uh, secondary level, Mr. Kyle Gibbs. Um, he will let you know any other questions you have. Anything you need to worry, he'll he'll get you. Hey, Kyle, um, these are new recruits. I need you to get them squared up. I have things to do. And then she immediately just bounces and leaves. Okay, bye. So okay, she bye. obviously hates being here. Oh, yeah. Mr. Uh... I'm not going to say Mr. Gibbs, because that's a pirate scan. Kyle walks up to you guys like, oh, uh, cool. Three new people. That's that's great. All right. Um, all right. Uh, hey, told you before, my name's Kyle. I I look over the second, uh, the secondary level. Pleasure to meet Thank you. you. Um, yeah. My name is Benson Wurlitzer. I am Abigail. <clears throat> I'm Ben. Oh, good, good to meet you guys. Uh, you guys are all the... Uh, let me see. I want to say, yeah, yeah. You guys are all the the new researchers coming in here, uh, right? Yep. Specializing in marine biology for myself. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, and he says very sarcastically, we don't have too many of those around here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You guys caught us at a weird time. Um, we're like in between shifts of dock workers, so we just had our last group go up and we're actually waiting like another week before the next group comes down so basically the entire station is in more or less like suspended mode we're not really doing anything right now there's that not enough people to work at all yeah, is that, that why it's a ghost town he's gonna say yeah that explain it normally <laughs> you have about like 40 or 50 people running through here at any point in time but like you know, the groups all just kind of end up going up and coming down. Some about, like, a storm coming through later on, so they had to delay the entire next group coming in for, like, a week. I wouldn't know. I haven't been up top in about a year. So. I'm looking him over. Does he seem... Does he have any symptoms? Does he seem shell-shocked? Does he seem a little wild-eyed? Anything weird about him? He seems very greasy. Oh, okay. That's... That's the whole thing. Um, okay. He, like, like are we talking like grease covered? He, he, he. You all three would not be surprised if he suddenly tried to sell you a used car. Gotcha. Uh, okay, it's the okay. feeling you get gotcha, on this gotcha, man. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, great. Good. Good and great. And, uh, this is the rec room. Um,. And the room you guys see is, you know, very big, much like the plast areas. It's got like the fake techno things in the wall. But now they've been really cute about it. And like this giant computer screen is actually a bookshelf that has a bunch of books in it. You know, this little, you know, scientific table instrument looks like you're supposed to cook on it, you know. And mm. the room is fairly large, probably about the size of twice the size of like a normal house, like lengthwise um right 
there's a couple of like uh, uh there's clearly an area in the back that you see it doesn't have like a, a door door it somewhat looks like curtains but not made out of cloth they look like the curtains are just like plastic kind of like a kind of like a japanese door yeah got what they're called but yeah uh and you can see from one of them that's kind of been opened up there's like bunk beds behind them and stuff like that so like it's a very very big open area but there's a lot of room and a lot of like things in the middle you know um there is you see that like Kyle was watching a television and there is a big TV that is playing uh, a show uh, which is probably the first bit of like normal thing you've noticed. It is a television uh, mm -hmm. and so there's that. You do see there's other things, you know, books and stuff. There's like a pool table um, but it does it gives an eerie feeling considering there is no one else here but him. Um, mm. How it goes. Uh, so, let's see. I mean, you guys met Dorothy. Probably met the big man. Uh, there's those two in the control room. Uh, uh, we call them Thing 1 and Thing 2. I don't actually know their names. <laughs> they never introduce themselves to me. They don't ever talk to me. They don't talk to no one. They basically stay up there, so... But, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Who else is down here? Oh, hell, Professor Pickle's down here, too. So you guys can meet her. Professor Pickle? Yeah. Who? Uh, she works down, uh... Yeah. She, looks, she works down in the Habitat room. Um, she basically also runs that lower level. There's not really that many people, though, down here. That's where you guys are going to be once you, like, you know, get accustomed to it. That's the main, like, research station. This middle floor is, is basically like a, I guess you'd call it sort of like the parking lot. You know, we have all the vehicles if you ever need to go out and all the tanks and equipment are in here. We're basically like a place you pass through. And then, of course, the top floor of the Oroch is the patrol area. Got the bridge and it's got like the main locker area. It's also where like the food and uh, medicals at. You don't really stay up there. You just kind of go up there. But like, yeah, them. Top floor is like the main floor. We're sort of the middle, which is why I get the happy job of looking after it. And then old Professor, in fact, you know what? Mm -hmm. Technically, and he kind of like, you see him kind of shuffle a bit. He looks and goes, eh, technically, since you guys are just down here, you're supposed to stay in this room so you can get accustomed to the pressure. But there ain't nobody else down here. If you guys want to, I can take you down to meet Professor Pickle down in the habitat. Uh, sure. Uh, if as long as we don't get hurt in the process i would i don't see any reason why we shouldn't yeah, fine with me yeah yeah it's all good nothing really happens ears might pop a little bit but that's about it uh then uh for the sake of quickness i will say he takes you to the habitat room it basically takes you back to the ladder that goes up and down but now you go down again and mm. if you look on map three it takes you to the habitat room Flash training room. Uh, when you guys get down there, um, yeah, we'll say at the point you guys get down here, all three of you guys' ears popped. Uh, and yeah. uh, when you get there, the habitat room opens, and you see a room that is completely unlike the first two levels. Um, 
you kind of noticed it when you came down to the third floor anyway that the, the the faux decor was clearly not put in this area it's all just the bare metal and pipes like dull silver and black of like all of the machinery um it didn't really get like fancied up or anything and when you enter the habitat room it's like you guys have stepped into a greenhouse it's a uh, uh, the lighting is dull green and some dull purples um there is just plants guessing like, it's pretty all damn over humid. the place yeah in incredibly humid um just uh just like a forest when you enter uh, of course, that's just mm. the main entrance. You get a little bit farther, and the greenery kind of tapers off into more like a scientific area, still covered in the green and purple lights. And mm. as you get close to it, you guys see a very small uh, woman with uh, very tangled hair that you can't see the color because of all the green and purple lights. Mm. And she is furiously like, like looking at a plant taking those, looking back. Uh, Kyle kind of walks up to this. Hey, Pickle! Look, we got your new roommates here. And the young lady looks up. She goes, Oh, oh, thank God. I thought I was going to have to do, like, the entire inventory by myself. Uh, she walks up to you and goes, Hello, um, my name's, my name's Gabby. Gabby Pinklin. Um, I'm the head researcher at the station. Hmm. Pleasure uh, to meet you. I'm Benson Merlitzer. Uh, my name is Abigail. Ben. Um, Abigail Benson. Ben. Yeah. Um, just so I know, you guys are the you guys are the researchers. Can you tell me? I remember reading that, Mr. Benson. You were the marine biologist. Yes. But uh, um, I'm sorry, I forgot. Miss uh, Abigail and Mr. Ben. What were you the researchers on? Uh, I'm here for behavioral sciences. We're we're doing we're conducting I'm I'm conducting some research for a paper. Oh, that sounds that sounds fascinating. We've had a we've had we, we haven't had that many like non-aquatic scientists come in. I actually now. wanted me... to ask you, um, is my like paper on like the ocean madness, is it supposed to be like secret? Um, it's not secret, it's just that you haven't told anyone about it. You like researching it, so you haven't really, like, you know, you haven't published anything yet. Okay, so then I'm not gonna say anything about it. Yeah, she says something, she goes, personally, I'm so glad to have another, like, you know, uh, uh, psychologically researcher on here. You know, the yeah. last one... Okay, now this is, the, this is the important question that I need <laughs> answered. Is she cute? Uh, yeah. She... She 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 looks like a gnome. Like she's very small, she's very short. <laughs> her hair is give her a her winning smile. Um she goes, yeah. I'm personally really glad we have another researcher here for like behavioral development. That oh man, this last one here was this guy who just would not stop going off about like this like, you know, behavioral research and how like being mm -hmm. underwater drives people crazy and he was just, it oh. just he would not shut like, up about it it was just so rough it was really hard to talk to him well i will do my best to keep my research to myself <laughs> and i'll i'll flash her a smile and then uh you mr ben 
I'm here mostly for the archaeological side, uh, specializing in the occult and languages. Oh, yeah, we get a couple of those every now and then. Um, and she puts a hand on your shoulder. Uh, she stands up on her tiptoes to put a hand on your shoulder. <laughs> I'm really sorry about your time here. <laughs> we, oh, I like her. Yeah, we ain't. We've had a couple of the archaeologists come through. We ain't. They ain't nothing down here. <laughs> Every time oh. we find, we'll find some kind of. You know, the boys get all excited because they'll find some kind of rock that's a lot more pointy than normal rocks are, or this one looks a lot like a box. You know, and they bring it up, and then the archaeologist will spend like all day, and then it turns out it's just a rock that got it looks like a box. Gotcha. So like, you know, if if so, don't get discouraged though. I'm sure there's you know there's got to be something, right? You know what they say: if it looks like a box, <laughs> it talks like a box. It's a box. So just as an aside, I'm getting the feeling this entire research team absolutely hates their boss and hates being here. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, <laughs> you get you get the feeling from Gabby, Miss Pickle. Uh she really is excited. It seems like no one bothers her. You can kind of tell. Meanwhile, everyone who's not a scientist seems like they could not give less of a fuck about being here. Mm. Uh, um, uh -huh. Seems this place is a science heavy place, but if you're not a scientist, there's seems like there's nothing to do. Uh, there. Where's the going? Alright. Um. I'm gonna say that you guys. Let's see. Uh. We will say about three days goes by. Um. Okay. In those three days, I want each of you, starting with. Matt, and then D, and then Jace, because that's how I have it written down. You go in order and tell me what you have been doing personally in those three days with the knowledge that um, you don't really, aside from, you, you go up to the main, to the first area, the first, top floor, basically to eat, or if you ever get, like, you find yourself getting hurt, you mainly, you have free run of the second floor, and you can, if you ever go down to the bottom floor, you're allowed to go to the habitation or the, on the map, it says lab number two, mm -hmm. because that's just like a, a, a second, if you wanted to go there, um, that's what you're allowed to do. In the three days, what have you done? Mm -hmm. So we'll start with Matt. Okay. Um, so... I'm probably spending a lot of my time. So we have like separate rooms, right? Uh, the rec room is no. The rec room's a big, huge community oh, it's like, thing. Uh, it's a communal space. Yeah. Okay. Now you, there's no one there, so you are very much able to kind of make your own space if you want to. Okay. So uh, I've probably spent most of my time setting up a little area in the rec room for myself and then um, going into lab number one and just keeping an eye out for anything that looks remotely suspicious because I've heard tell of some shady 
stuff going on in either of the lab rooms. Okay, so if you pick lab number one, uh, lab one number one looks, it has the same layout as the top two floors of like fake science stuff. And lab number one is very much you and and uneducated man, I would say. Like, you know, not Damn. scientist. You know, you know what I mean. You know, like uh, no higher education I, is what like I that. got. Um, this looks exactly what you think a lab would look like. You know, there's stethoscopes and beakers. Yeah, it's got who's and, it's like, and what's it. Refrigerators, who's it's oh. and what's it's. It looks exactly like what you'd expect a lab to be looking like. And there is nothing in it. Like, there's stuff, but there's nothing there you were able to really find. Okay. And since there's nobody working, I can't really, uh, like, ask anyone questions about anything. No. Now, if you want... Let me see. What would I have to pick? You gotta look at, like, your skills. What's, uh, what skills are you... checked in? Uh, I didn't check any mm. of them many skills i think it's the ones that have uh numbers next to them are the ones that are technically checked yeah oh okay yeah like the ones that have numbers written into like the regulars are the ones you have like yeah so i actually have quite a few yeah i would assume you've had spot hidden yeah i do have spot hidden okay uh well then i'm gonna have you Hmm. Lab one. You know what? I'm going to have... Uh, this one's going to be... Let's say... Uh, uh, an 80... Hmm. Yeah, 80. Hard. So you got to roll a, a 40 or below. Gotcha. No, no, no. No, uh, I'll just make it a hard check. So we'll, I'll just make it a regular hard check for you. So you just roll, and you have, since it's a hard, you have to, whatever your spot hidden is, you have to roll below half of it. I'm not going to make it a number. I'm going to have you just roll it. Good luck. That is going to be a 33. And what is your spot hidden? Spot hidden's 50, half 25. Nope. Oh, nope. Nope. Um... All right, so I just I just kind of pour over the room, and I'm just like, I guess I guess there's nothing in here. I have to no. check out the other lab at some point. You notice that it's cleaned, like recently oh. cleaned. Not even recently. Oh. You can tell that it's been cleaned a lot. You 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 get that feeling of like, you right. know, when something gets scrubbed a lot, it kind of gets that kind of. Yeah. stain on it and stuff like mm -hmm. that you can tell that it's been cleaned a lot but that's all for not 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 getting a check that's all you can tell from it okay suspiciously clean yeah i'll just uh, note that down in my in my notebook here which on the outside is disguised as a journal cool yeah I know so. pink with unicorns Benson's journal, do not open. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it just says Benson's journal, don't open. Benson's private thoughts. Yeah. It's in a Trapper Keeper, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Lisa Frank. I mean, it's the early 90s. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Lisa Frank was huge back then. Alright, so uh, uh, I've got that written down. Um, 
Is that all you do? Yeah, just sort of uh, roaming about. Again, spending just a lot of time in the rec room, uh, setting up MySpace. At some point, though, hey, I do... Hey, MySpace already? <laughs> okay, Damn. Tom. Yeah, man. Damn. <laughs> I am MySpace Tom. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... Well, that's where that picture was that's, taken. That's At some point, point, I'm also gonna head down to Lab 2, if possible. Uh, yeah. Alright. Lab 2. Uh, Lab 2 has much more of the feeling. You step into lab two and once again, you're 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 not someone who's who has like the higher education. This looks like a mad scientist lair. It's got like these big spinning things with a bunch of little things in them and it's like spinning around, you know? Oh yeah, spinning it's got tops? like like ma go. Ma ma magnetic stirs. Yeah. You know? Um it has basically it has real scientific equipment, but you don't really, you probably have never seen real scientific equipment because that's not what like you see Outside in movies Outside of a stuff. high school chemistry lab, no. Yeah, yeah. So like, this looks like, oh man, this look I, as a science, as an investigator, you feel like you've hit the fucking jackpot with this. There oh, has to be juicy. some bad stuff here. So you give me that <laughs> spot hit and roll and it's a hard one again. You know what? No, I'll make... You have to make multiple ones. This right. first one will be normal. So give me a spot hidden normal. 78. Well, against my regular 50. You might want to switch dice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah these uh these blood dice are not doing me any favors. They are no. bloodying you. They really are. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a different duo of D10s. <laughs> Just throw um, those bitches in dice jail. There is a... You notice the big thing that has a little vial, a bunch of vials in it that spins really fast every now and then. Right? Oh. And when you I look... I know what that's called. Maybe. Yeah, a centrifuge? No, yeah, 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 but he doesn't know it's called a centrifugal fuge, okay? Yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, oh yeah, he, he probably has no idea. Even I, I know what that is. <laughs> now you do see it's... You do see that there's like a timer attached to it. So it spins a couple times and then the timer stops and it stops spinning. And when you look at it, you see some of the vials are full of a very viscous red liquid. And you are pretty sure it's blood. What are they doing experimenting on blood? That's so exactly probably... what I write in my notebook, too. <laughs> it's iodine. Just blood experiments? Yeah. <laughs> it's just iodine. Uh, here we go. Give me another spot hidden. This time it's hard. Uh, in that time, that's going to be a 17. I'll see you. Okay. Okay. Success. See? Um, Switching dice. It's got to, yeah, it's got to get the good stuff. Um, you notice that there's a lot of, uh, uh, in like one of the like side off rooms uh, that you see normally requires a key card, but it's open and the key card thing is like turned off. So the door is just open, and when you look inside of it, you do notice that there is a bunch of... It looks very much like steel cages that they would keep animals in. Oh. Huh. Don't like okay. that. Um, the door wasn't fully open, so you kind of had to push it open. If, if you hadn't noticed the, the, the lock was unlocked, you wouldn't have think of pushing the door open, but since mm. you did, you notice it, and then that's when you see it's like 
It's this huge hallway, bunch of empty cages. Some of them look busted a little bit, like bent and stuff, but they all look very much like dog cages. Um, okay, gonna write down dog kennels. Got, now, there's a question I want to ask, but I'm not there. One yeah. last spot hidden, and this one's extremely hard. So, does this dip into my fifth column? Yeah, the the, the yeah the third column. It's like okay, and that's okay. gonna be a failure. I rolled a 19 against my 10. In fifth, that's not in my too fifth. bad. That's not too bad. Uh, yeah, not a bad failure, but still yeah, a failure. Um. Uh, you also and have a, the luck thing, right? Where you can dump a bunch of luck to increase. Oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Roll, but it might yeah. be a lot of luck, though. I don't know. It's, it's. You can use luck to uh, uh, do two things. Uh, the second one we're not going to worry about because you're not dealing with insanity yet. You can use your luck uh, to uh, basically the amount of like. Wherever your number's at. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I don't know if you can do this. We'll, we'll say we can do this in my game. Um, however much like the, the difference is between... Yeah, I like, was going to say, if since I rolled a 19, I could dump 9 points of luck into the roll yeah, to make it a 10. I will, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that, that you can do that. I'm not sure if we actually can, but I'm, that's a rule I'm making. Gotcha. So if you want to use... Yeah, nine points of your san- of your luck to make that a success. You can. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. All right. Um. Okay. Uh. You notice that uh 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 there's a lot of water. In a uh uh, in a lot of the sinks and stuff, there's a lot of like which you notice water in there and when like you get tested out and you can tell it's seawater um that's what you would have noticed when you failed but since you decided to succeed it you also notice that there are splashes of the water that kind of leads you to another room that mm. much like the first that first room is unlocked but this one is closed you're going to have to try to open it is also unlocked but it's like fully closed you're going to need a uh I'd say a normal strength uh, uh, check to try to open it. Okay. Uh, to circle back to the cages real quick, are any of them... Yeah. Uh, were any of them bent, did you say? Yeah, some of them were bent. All right, Not wh- completely busted, but just like, you know, bent in odd shapes. Okay. Like like it had been knocked against something. So, so not like something clawed its way out, just that it was jostled yeah okay okay none of them were broken in a way that would like completely break the bars it's just they had been bent some of them were bent inwards some of them bent outward a little bit gotcha but none of the bars have been broken all right i'm gonna make a note of that and then i'll i'm gonna do that strength check you asked for 78 versus my 80 in strength okay uh you're able to force it open you know it takes, oh, a, you it do takes a, some muscle, but I manage it. Uh, it's a bit of a hiss. You get the feeling that, like, you know, the entire bottom area, thanks to the habitat room, kind of has a, a real uh, uh, musty kind of uh, area, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you open it up, it kind of 
breathes out. So this room, you can tell, is a lot more air purified than normal rooms. Uh, and when you do, you see that there are like... It's the same kind of tubes that are the elevators. But instead of going up and down, you see they're pointed like outward. So... Just like the hypothesis that I'm coming to as if they're jettisoning things out into the water. Yes. Not if that is that. a hypothesis, you can. Yes, that is a good hypothesis to have. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to note that down as well. So pneumatic tubes pointing outwards. Interesting. And. I'm going to say that since you have been going around the, the the kind of the last thing you'll see since you said you were going up and like moving around the ship basically moving around the station mm -hmm. um despite what gib said you've seen oh, thing one and thing two every now and then walking around and when i do i just give them a, like a polite nod smile and just like hey how, how are you they don't even they just they just keep moving they don't oh. talk to you they don't say nothing they go do their thing and they go out. Okay. You never see more than one at a time, but you have seen them like moving about. Okay. Interesting. That's a little weird to me. So I'm just going to note that thing one and thing two are just a little weird. Now then, on to Miss Abigail. Or Mrs. I didn't bother to ask because it's not I'm my... I'm not married, as you will it's find not my out prerogative. momentarily. Uh... <laughs> oh man, you know what? Hey, uh, I'm just gonna pause. Uh huh. Please don't hit on anybody, any of you. Oh, come on. <laughs> I am, I am, I am I... not ready to deal with that. This is my <laughs> first DMing. That I am not ready to deal with that. All so right. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that don't out there. Don't go full bard on them. Literally, yeah. the first thing I was gonna do. So the first thing I wanted to do was like just. It, you said it was two, two days, three days. Yeah. What are you looking Look, at? I, if you want to sit there and say you spend your time oogling, Miss Pickle, I'm no, not going to no, stop no, no, you. No, 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 no. That's not, that, we'll get to that later. That's not what Stone. this was. No. Okay. No. Um, no. The question was, so I wanted to spend most of my time. Most of my time will be looking for people to interview and just ask some very basic questions about how they're feeling, how things have been the last couple of months. You know, people who have been here for a while, how, you know, have they been experiencing any side effects, any hallucinations, like anxiety, stress, that kind of stuff. Um, so that's okay. the first thing I'd like to do. So, uh, let's see, one, two. So there's six people you know. Um, okay. Mr. Guile, Miss Dorothy, Mr. Kyle, and Miss Gabby, and then thing one and yeah. thing two. Uh, right. We'll just go ahead and say... Thing one and thing two don't ever talk to you. They don't okay. even acknowledge you there. Like, you know, they just stay there. Um, we'll start with Mr. Is there something wrong Reed? with them or they just don't talk? Uh, whenever you, like, try to talk to them, they don't pay attention to you. And whenever you get really mad, thing one did sit there and say to you in a very, very low manly voice, he's like, ma'am, I have a job to do. Um, Fair. So... They aren't robots. They aren't fish people. They speak. Okay. You just get the feeling that 
they 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 have a very important job to do sure. and they don't want to talk to you of course um, of course of course of course i i wasn't uh, saying like oh uh, da, 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 yeah. i don't you know that yeah that's fine um so let's go with uh mr galvis first uh you asked him some questions uh let's see yeah uh, what were the questions you were gonna? I'm assuming you probably asked everyone the same question. Um, so I'll yeah, just, if, just I, I didn't have a list, but I can like work out a couple real quick if you would like. Uh, yeah, what we'll do is I'll have like uh, uh, you think of one question, I'll have this is what Guile said to you, and then when you have the next question, I'll go with door. If you can give it four questions, and then I'll have each of the people give one response to the answers that you can kind of go through. Okay. The idea will be that you asked each of the four these four questions. But yeah. each of them, this was the answer that was the most interesting out of. Okay. Okay, so the three that I have are, how has your mood been since you since you arrived? Um, have you had any anxiety or depression? Have you had any hallucinations? And have you had any trouble sleeping, any weird dreams? Okay, so uh, uh, Mr. Gal Reese, the man in charge, goes, um, the first the first question again? Uh, how has your mood been since you arrived on board? Uh, he tells you basically that his mood has improved uh, significantly. Um, he was the captain of a Navy ship before. Uh, and so he was very much used to like constantly on deck, constantly on call. Very tense, very like uh, uh, no nonsense man. Uh, when he first got this job, being right. underwater at first kind of got to him because... It's a very tight ship, so there's not a lot of need to micromanage like he's used to on the Navy. Okay. Uh, but since coming and working here, he's 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 very much uh, the way he describes it. He's he's very much hippied out a little bit. You know, he you know he's sure. he's, okay. he's learned to kind of go with the flow a bit more. All right. Um, and he's found like like there's there's a real nice calmness being down at the bottom of the sea. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, second question is: Have you felt any depression or anything like that? Uh, yeah, any dep uh, anxiety or depression. Um, Dorothy Since takes being on board the ship. Nothing, nothing uh, new, or nothing old. Um, Dorothy's answer interests you the most because she uh, actually explains to you she used to work on the ship as like the lieutenant for Mister Reese. She followed him there, and she actually reviews to you uh, because you are, you know. You 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 basically do have like the skills of like a you have a psychiatrist skills in your bag. Yeah. Um, she used to suffer a lot from depression, uh, and uh, anxiety. You know, um, she found she never really was, despite being the lieutenant, she was never really fit to make those kinds of like snap decisions that you have to do in the military. Yeah. Um, so when Reese came down here, she she basically begged him to come because she didn't really want to have to deal with any of that. And she's found that since coming here, uh, she's been able to reflect a lot on herself, and she's found that like. He still has bouts of anxiety from time to time. Um, like uh, 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 the medical staff here, which is the first time you have heard of the medical staff. Uh, okay. Uh, like uh, do prescribe her some anti-anxiety pills, but her depression has uh, gotten better substantially since coming down here. She explained something about the tranquility of like just being able to stare out into like the blank nothingness has really helped her like deal a lot with like her own physical depression, her own physical problems. Um, if she um, says something about taking anxiety meds, I will ask what type of meds she takes. Yeah. 
Great. And um, I have to sit here and look up anxiety medication. I fucking <laughs> don't know why I said that. That's work for me. Um, Let's go with paroxetine or Paxil. Just go with Paxil. I'm looking, looking for it something was the first specific. market in the U.S. in 92. It's an anxiety med. Uh, actually, I'm trying to see there's something specific. Right. And I can look it up mm -hmm. if I can find it. Oh, because it's like a you got it. And uh, okay, let's see. Well, and so when, 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 she, when she uh, it's a uh, she says like he he when she says she got prescribed anxiety education, uh, she isn't sure what it is. She remembers it's like is called like a KSM sixty six or something. Uh, you know that as ashwagandha, which is like a uh. Uh, a plant that is used for anxiety relief, but it's yeah. also over-the-counter medicine. It's 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 yeah, literal. She's just looking, I mean, she's taking anxiety. Well, no, she's taking anxiety medication, but she's taking yeah. prescribed Tylenol. Is what she's taking. You know, like okay, you know, it's not yeah. like the hardest medication. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, what was the third question? Third question was, uh, any hallucinations? Uh, Kyle takes this one, um, because everyone else said, no, not really. Kyle sits there and goes, oh, all the fucking time. He, he swears to God that, like, he'll be, he'll be walking through the corridors, and he will see something out of the corner of his eye, and he, he freaks out, and, like, and he, the way he explains it is, um, because there is stuff out there. There's like fish and, and, and shit and sometimes debris just happens. So the way like he, he, he constantly thinks he sees something, whatever he's probably cause he is, but it's never what he thinks he is. You know, he's, he, he does worry a lot that like, he'll like, he explains it to you. I have never seen anything I couldn't explain, but I am always worried that I'm going to look out and see something I can't. You know, I'm worried that I'm going to like see the one thing, you know, uh, he explains that he uh, he worked on a mining. He was on the mining rig before it got transformed into the uh, underwater station. So all the rig stuff was on the bottom and he worked up on the top floor, you know, so he's like, so I know what kind of noises like this place makes and this place makes those kinds of noises. But every now and then I hear a sound that I that. I don't find familiar and of course I shouldn't it's a completely new situation but it always it gets my mind going a little bit okay uh and I just to add on to that one uh does he have that will he is he willing to divulge any history of having hallucinations before getting here uh yeah he says no he didn't uh he worked okay. on he was a he's been an oil miner uh a water um, you know underwater oil miner for like the past 30 years you know right. uh he's a young man of 42 uh, uh right and he's you know he's you know he's he's it's one of the you know you can't you can't really have those kinds of problems and live out like in the middle of nowhere on a barge right. yeah, you know? yeah of course all right and cool. then, uh the last one was uh any um trouble sleeping any weird dreams since coming aboard all right um uh, Professor Pickle takes that one and uh, she tells you that she has weird strange dreams all the time. She, she's she's constantly dreaming about like ocean stuff 
sometimes it's simplistic like she just dreams of being in the water sometimes she dreams she's plant floating in it sometimes she you know like uh sometimes she dreams she's that you know uh, uh that, that sponge boy that comes on the cartoons they get every now and then in cassettes you know uh and she explains she does sit there and so gives you an explanation and that she works a lot with the floor uh, in the habitat station she's constantly like you know working on and uh uh she has a pretty big immune system but that's all types of pollen in the air um so she is pretty sure she's no she's she she knows that she gets all those dreams and hallucinations the, the lucid dreaming that happens from all the the, the plants and pollen that she works with she is certain uh you, you said the habitat area yeah okay Okay. Um, I can follow up my thing <clears throat> later, because at that point I'd probably want to go check out the habitat area. Yeah. Uh, but we can always do that after Benjamin. After Jace goes. And Benjamin! Um, well, Jace. I would also like to add that oh. I am going to hit on Professor... Ben no. I won't do <laughs> yeah. that. Alright. The, uh, the plan was to be like, roll. oh, I make goo, goo eyes at her and get friendly. But I wasn't oh, going to okay. make you roleplay anything. You you can roll to see if you're successful. It's uh, you know what? Um, it's an edu it's a it's a very hard education check, and if you lose, you lose that much sanity. Do you want to go? <laughs> it's the only no, girl I'm down. The reason you lose sanity is because it's the only other girl down here, and you besides Dorothy, <laughs> and that's a bad loss. <laughs> Because you got to work with them. That's going to hit my confidence real hard. No, I'm not going to do yeah. that. I was kidding. Uh, I mean, I was going to do it, and then you were like, I don't want to roleplay. I was like, I really don't want Anyway. No, you're good. I will be, I'm going to be friendly towards her, but like, you can also be totally like, friendly. I'm not going to be like, hey, what you doing later? Yeah. Uh, that. Anyway, that's it. Jace. Benjamin. Okay. Is there any place in here that would be like a records room? There's three. There's one you can't get to the bridge. The bridge is going to have like on the computer that I'm sure you figured out this databases, but you're not touching that. Um, the rec room does have like a, a log book. It's sort of like a, 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 a Gibbs explains it to you. It's sort of like a communal diary that people write down and stuff in. Um, and there's a you know there's, there's there's a couple there's like two volumes of that that have been written down over the past like four or five years. You can look. Through That's that actually thing. perfect. Yeah, I kind of want to go through those and see if there's any kind of. I want to say common themes, but not like, not like how Abigail, uh, Abigail's doing it. More like on the side of, are people like getting certain kinds of feelings, like in the occult side of it? Okay. Um, what I'm going to have you, I see, I see, I see, I see. I do have. Uh, uh, I say I do library, have library use. Library that use. That's exactly what I was looking at. Uh, library use. Using a library, I think library use is good. Um, you're gonna yeah. make. You're gonna make two. A hard one 
and then after we do that, you'll make a very so make a so make a hard one first. Uh, nineteen, and I have a uh hard is half, correct? Yes. Okay, I got that one. Okay, so uh, you do notice that there is a repeated pattern of everyone's first few days are the same. They're exactly like yours, guys. This place seems like it's a death trap. This place doesn't seem safe. This place, there, there's these people who work here are nuts. And then after like a certain amount of time, um, which is different for everyone, but it, it typically within a month or two, everyone kind of evens out to this being normal. It becomes like a, a, a normal place. Um, you do realize that, uh, before people leave, there does tend to get like a sense of anxiety starts to build up on the entries that time tend to happen before they are, they go up for their shore leave that they do start getting more anxious. They do start getting more like restless, mm. um, which you could just, you know, to ascertain to like, you know, it's, you know, you're going to go on vacation in like a week. And so, you just start getting restless because, you know, you already know it's coming up, but you do notice right. that. Now, make a very hard one. Okay. What do I got to do here? Okay, I got to get under a 14. <laughs> yeah. Or close enough that you can spend luck. Yeah. Well, that ain't going to be anywhere near close <laughs> unless I want to use all my luck. So you, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll go ahead and say it. <laughs> when we start after yours, we'll we'll start back up after three days, and everyone will have regained their luck. So I, I'm I'm going ahead and letting you have if you want to. Ooh, okay. Good luck. Yeah. Call of Cthulhu games aren't supposed to do that. Luck's supposed to be like a firm, but I I want to be a little loosey goosey. Okay, because the thing is, is like I have to get a fourteen. I rolled a fifty-six. Yeah, I have a starting luck. Yeah, so much luck. I have to use like basically all of it. That's a lot. Oh, but like it's so tempting. You know what? I'll 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 give this. Rather than everyone getting their luck back, um, everyone would get half their luck back. So. If you want to use most of it now, you will get so some back, luck. but you won't you won't have all of it. But you'll get some back if you want to. Uh uh No. Now if I was closer, I'd think about it. But no. Like, no not to use almost all of it. Cool. Okie dokie. Uh those are the only those are the only real like connecting thoughts you find. Um lastly, in the habitat room last training room there are like uh official records of like uh experiments that have been done on the like floor in the place and there's also records that have been done on like a um they also do records on like they also do experiments on like uh, uh people they kind of do you know like testing people's internal pressure and stuff like that like shit since we're already down here we might as well yeah uh basically the medical records are also kept down there okay too on top of um, anything stick out on those same thing two rolls first one hard uh for library yeah all right all right let's use these two 
Okay. Well, didn't get the first one. Okay. Um. Well, then, uh, go ahead and make a make an extra hard. Okay. Well, that one I rolled closer, but I don't know. Like, if I didn't make the hard, how it's, do I make uh, you? Well, it's because to me, this is two separate points of information. You know. Fair one enough. Is, uh, okay. One is one thing you were gonna find. One is another thing you're gonna find. All right, because yeah, I rolled up, I rolled a, a thirty for that, and I I don't feel as bad dropping like sixteen points, a luck. So okay, I guess I'll do right. that to get that one. Okay. Uh, you find in the medical records for people that uh, uh. There's the same kind of like a normal amounts of like blood pressure variation, white blood cell count, red blood cell count. Uh, you know, when they first get here, there's always fluctuations in that because you're down here. Um, right. It kind of evens out. And but before people are going to head up top, there is massive fluctuations in uh, pressure. And you notice that there is a half split. Um, when people go up top, they either... Yeah, right before they go back up, there is massive fluctuations in, in internal body pressure. And half the people go up have a huge decrease in white blood cell count. And the other half that go up have a huge increase in white blood cell count. All right. Massive fluctuations in body... hell would cause that? Pressure and... Half have higher white blood cell, other half have lower. Correct? Yeah. Yep. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's it for in terms of something like that. Um, If there's any, I say there's, since you, you took three days, if there's any, like, one last thing you want to do, otherwise we'll, we'll just. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything else. Hmm. We'll skip to the third day. And like I said, our two who spent luck, you can get half your luck back, which I think is all of it. Uh, just top up. Damn, uh, you didn't tell me that. I could have I could have swung for the fences. Maybe maybe I would have won. Who knows? You didn't do it. You didn't do anything that you didn't do any checks. All the stuff you did was all the stuff you did was like I want to find out about people. I could have I mean, flirted. You you role play. <laughs> yeah, you could have. You could have. You could have got all that sanity back that you lost by failing at your flirting with your boss. <laughs> um, I mean, um, when you put it that way, damn. it really do be like that. I guess out here in the yeah. streets, <laughs> out here under the waves. Yeah, under the sea. So, um. Third day happens, or three days pass, fourth day happens, and uh, you guys all find yourself being called by uh, Mr. Reese, who's there with uh, uh, Dorothy, and um, for the first time you meet a, uh, uh, I probably have to give this fucker a name, I was going to give him another name, but I probably need to give him a name. One of the medical team. Uh, uh, he's the first medical officer. 
um, Mike. That's all he gives you, Mike. You ask him for his name, he says Mike. Now, a guy will introduce him. This is Mike. Said hi. My name's Mike. 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 His name Mike, is Mike. 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 Um, Mike. Rock. You guys are. You uh, guys. Anyway. Stopped by the lockers on the first area, and he basically uh, gathered up. Well, no. Uh, 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 you guys actually headed straight to the vehicles in the second area, the vehicle room in the second area. And Mike, the first medical, meets up with you guys and has brought you guys a set of uh, uh, suits. And Miss, so Reese is there. He's like, "All right, so what we're gonna do? I think I gave both Reese and Gibbs like." Country accents, raw. Uh, so, raw. like, I'm just gonna keep that. Uh, so, right. So, what you're gonna do is uh, gonna put on these suits. These are the uh, under under underwater underwater anti-contamination uh, stir. I uh, the, the, these are these are these are your water suits. Um. They got a big fancy name. I can't remember it. You put these on. They help stabilize your pressure and let you go into water. Um, and, you know, he starts putting on his suit, showing you how to do it. Dorothy explains a bit more. Yeah, these are uh, pressurized underwater suits. They, she shows you. As you start putting them on, she shows you that there's basically each suit has a giant hose connected to the back of it. That just fill. you see it connects all the way to, like, the side of the wall and it's like they just they just uh, uh 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 they hook into the wall like you unhook them here and then you hook these out when you get outside when when you get into the room where the depressurization happens there's a, a side of the wall you hook them into and then they will just supply you with like it's two tubes one pushing air in one pulling air out and they kind of help regulate your pressure as well as giving you like air your suits have like a built-in like air filtration system that'll keep you it gives you air for like a couple hours but always have the always always pay attention to the cord the cord's important so just how much do these look like old timey diving suits they don't they're as big as them but like they're they they look more like spacesuits you know like they they've got that kind of like big suit you know hand you know um you, you notice they're very heavy. Like, you get into them, and it's like you're getting into, like, a bag. You know, like, you can feel mm. a bunch of material on you as you put them on, you know? Um, right. When you... Uh, any None of you... I don't think any of you said... Let me see. Uh, Jace? Yes? As soon as they put the helmet on... It's not good. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I forgot about that. Um, it's not great. Um, you're kind of having not the best time. It's not terrible, but you are in the feeling of being like in a can. Like, I'm having claustrophobia hit, aren't I? It's a. It's not much, but mm. I'm going to tell you this. You should be ready to make some rolls. In fact, a lot of them. 
Joy. Uh, I forgot about saying that shit. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Now this is coming back. Why did I say that for an underwater campaign? (laughs) Yeah, that was not great, friend. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Now, um... Pardon me while I bang my head off the desk. Uh, When you guys finish hooking up, you've got your unhook, like... You've got your, like, on the back of you guys, you have, like, a mini hose that comes out that's not hooked to anything yet. But you, like, you go into the next room, and there are these big, there's two big that you notice, uh, uh, big, 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 like, square, rectangular, like, You'd say they're vehicles only because they're big enough to be a vehicle. They're like these big rectangular boxes. So the Cybertruck. Um, Cybertruck. Let's go. We love a Cybertruck around here. Uh, That's a lie. The Cybertruck sucks. As like uh, 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 Reese. uh, Reese is the only one there with you. Uh, Everyone else is... You know, stayed behind in the like the doors up. So as Reese is coming up, he starts talking, and that's when you hear like inside your helmets. There's like a radio, and he goes like, "All the helmets are like shortwave radio. They're basically like walkie talkies. So, uh, but they're walkie talkies with a feed of like two miles. So like, you should be able to hear someone if you like. As he walks, he kind of opens the door to like one of them. It kind of comes down, very, very like starship kind of thing feeling you know when he opens it up he's like mm-hmm. if you ever reach a point where you're talking and no one's hearing you 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 what's there you fucked is what you are but you know don't <laughs> worry it ain't gonna happen there's always someone um shows you guys when you get in the vehicle it's like uh and as you're getting in see he hits some buttons and like these as you're getting in you notice on the sides of the big rectangle these kind of like little miniature doors pop open and these big like unfilled balloons kind of flop out and then slowly start <laughs> filling up with like air uh, and he goes as, as you get in he closes it up and he's like uh, the droppers that's what we call these things the droppers uh, they're not really like they, they don't really move uh, they're basically big well small miniature like uh, 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 versions of like the station. It's just like a small room that won't blow up in the in the pressure. And we use the giant balloons on the sides to fill and 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 like unfill with air to like help us move up and down on the seafloor. Hmm. Um, the little the droppers have like this huge these huge tanks of air and depressurized O2 that we hook our and he shows you as he's doing it. He hooks there's like a his small hose is able to hook into the side of the ship, or like inside, and he shows you guys how to do the same. He's like, so like, you know, we're able to use these as sort of like portable areas to go out and explore. Normally, you guys ain't supposed to be doing this for like another month, but there ain't no one here, and I'm really bored. So I'm going to show you guys how to do the the, the sea walks right now. You know what? Fair enough. Oh, that's that's fair, not a sentence that never, you know precedes bad things no not never bad nah, i think we'll be fine i think we're gonna be fine so is he inside um door closes he radios in. he's like he radios into uh dorothy that he's good to go 
And uh, then you see him walk over to like a little like a little corner of the area and grab on to like just stuff like puts himself and he goes, you guys might want to hold on to something. Um, let me see. I need some. I need some. Yeah, let's have some half. Uh, 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 no, hard dexterity checks from all three of you. Great. I can do that. I will roll the dice and that dice will say a 40. I got good decks. I will 26. Roll the, roll the dice as well. I just got it. Uh, 33, Ooh. 40. So I'm good. I, My half is 30. I got a 26. Nice. My half is 35 and I rolled 26. Nice. Okay. You all managed to grab onto the things as you literally feel this thing get pulled out into the ocean. Um, as as you feel the rush, he goes, since there's no real way to like exit or enter, there's basically a giant vacuum that sucks us out or sucks us up when we come in or blows us out when we blow out. So we so just kind of like, we just got hit. And as soon as he starts saying that, yeah. there's just like a rumbling and you guys all managed to grab onto something. So you're steady as this thing just kind of gets thrown out into the ocean and you just hear the sounds of whooshing followed by nothing and i mean suddenly all the sounds gone cool. you can't you can only hear your own breath and the sounds you make inside the suit well that's and yeah, like you that. can feel slow, slowly floating but then there's like a very very like you feel like a dull pop as uh, what you guess uh. is the sounds of the uh balloons expanding and you can feel the the floating is getting slower eventually there's like a dull thud um it's also at this point that uh you see that like Gaia is already like as soon as you got as soon as you guys were thrown out Gaia let go and immediately started going over the control panel as you were floating down sets everything up the way it works is you know the doors basically once you're down there and you're ready to go out there's a Gal shows that there's a big sliding door that closes between like the panels where you guys were at and like the other half of the ship where you have like your cords tucked into the wall for the air he slides that panel closed and it basically locks off that ship and then there's a depressurization that happens inside of it and then the room fills up with water the door back door opens up and you guys see into, as, like, the lights in the ship show, uh, nothingness as you're at the bottom of the ocean. Oh. Oh, and boy. That's where we'll stop. Don't like yeah, that. Yeah, right. that's a great ending point. That is. Great point. Oh, shit. Shit is a good word for it. Because mm -hmm, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Shitting. I do not... Uh, Abigail is is not. I mean, isn't isn't great with claustrophobia, but not like not to the point of being, uh, uh, you know, it being like an actual phobia. Uh, Delilah is fucking terrifying. <laughs> no, yeah, real I, life. No, real life me claustrophobia would be freaking the fuck out, yeah, and not same. because of claustrophobia, but because I cannot stand not being able to see what's coming at me. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm sitting there in the middle of the fucking ocean, it's blackness around me. Fuck you. 
I can't see what's coming at me. I am freaking out. Yeah, that's some kind of fear. It's not, not sure going to be good called. for your character, Jace. Oh, I figured. You're lucky that I decided, nah, I'm not going to make you roll an extra hard dexterity check because you're claustrophobic. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'll make this one easy for everyone. But a lot of, a lot, this is, just be prepared. Everyone else is going to have a fine, everyone else is going to have a fine time. You're <laughs> going to have to be making checks to make sure you don't freak the fuck out. I honestly don't know if I believe you. I don't think we're all going to have a fine time. Oh, well, makes okay. Well, let me ask you. Despite uh -huh. this being a Call of Cthulhu game, has anything scary happened yet? Not yet. Not yet, but yeah. it is but only episode one. Word. Yet. That makes it worse. Anyway, I'm, I'm having so a great excited. time. I I'm love. So, yeah, I'm so excited. I can't. I can't wait to start actually doing the shit. I like that the. I like all the pneumatic tube stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Can definitely tell the amount of uh, thought you put into this is like yeah. way up there. It was. It's very interesting. I'm, I'm enjoying it a I'm, lot. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. I love when shits like this. Like it's there's a thing to be said about doing the like planning major events, and then like winging it between them. Yeah. But when somebody gets so into something that they just flesh everything out, shit gets so crazy sometimes. Oh, can I can I give you a little secret? Yeah, I, sure. I, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> All the things I have, I mean, there are a lot of things I have planned. Like, I have planned out, like, I have all these things planned out. But then, like, I, as I was explaining it, I realized I didn't have an explanation for this. And I'm like, okay, okay, hang on. Still, it, sometimes that's the best way to do it, is just to wing it in the moment. Like... This place can't have electricity, or else my entire plan goes to shit. So how right, the fuck well, do the ladders work? Let's not, let's not... Divulge too much. Let's not, put, yeah. the, let's not put the cart before the horse or whatever that phrase is. That's, no, that's, that's the that's phrase. Correct. Oh, cool. You did it right. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm proud Thank of you. you. Don't 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 put the cart in the horse's mouth. <laughs> don't don't mouth the cart's horse. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> don't tongue kiss the horse. Uh anyway. Someone about a horse in its mouth and I don't know. Alright. Horse tongue is bad. Uh, Nick, did you did you want to do the outro or? Uh, no, because I don't know any of our. If you said it a million times, I don't know any of our handles. Oh, you know what? <laughs> We're at you no know what? Pod dot This is exactly. Anchor. This is exactly. I just remembered. This is exactly why I have the pre-recorded one. So I'm just gonna yeah. go ahead and put that in. All right, bye everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Later. Bye. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Moral Ambiguity. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find all of our social media links at beacons.ai slash moral ambiguity. If you like the show, feel free to give it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and any other platform that allows you to do so. If you have a friend that likes Dungeons & Dragons or other TTRPGs, consider sending them the Beacons link. We would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.